Welcome to another Keel Hauled Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of Sea of Thieves news to cover today, so tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you had yourselves a good week and a good weekend. I know I did. I got a lot of time in today working on killing Meg for as many pirates as I could possibly get. Now, if you didn't get a chance to sail with me and you haven't gotten a chance to kill Meg, let me know. I'll try and help out as best as possible. It's going to take a little bit of work, but it's not impossible. So this week... Hungering Deep went live, and we went without any problems. In fact, I I can't think of anything that possibly went wrong with this latest patch, so I'm not sure what happened if they tested this a lot, but kudos to the team over at Rare for making this the smoothest content drop they have put out as far as I'm concerned. Now, there's a lot in this patch that isn't just dealing with Meg, so I want to cover some of that first. Then I'm going to go and head into what I guess most people would consider spoilers, but if you know me, I've already talked about spoilers, so I'll let you know when if you don't want to be spoiled on what Meg is. Until then, let's cover some of the things in the patch. First, up on today's docket, we got a Shark Hunter figurehead, sails, hull, and flag. The flag is new. We'll get into that. With the strange increase in shark activity in the seas, shark hunting is on the rise. Shipwrights have caught on early to this trend and now stock a new figurehead, sail, hull, and flag. These are still a few items that I personally, uh, that were not in the game, but were in the beta. So I actually remember seeing these a lot when I was sailing during the closed beta. As well as there are some data mined items that I've seen in videos that are not yet in there. So I'm wondering how much more content we have seen that is not in game yet that will be coming in the latest or in the future updates so but I am really glad to see that they got the uh, shark bite or the shark hunter I guess is how they're calling it the sails the hull and the figurehead uh, the shark figurehead just the regular one um, but with the flags the flags is a new thing and we we've got a very specific shark hunter flag and that's actually been helpful for some crews to be able to join up and know whether or not they're actually out hunting for the megalodon we also got sailor sail tints. Uh, what, what they're saying is that if you want a splash of color on your ship, but you don't have the coin, then the shipwrights are uh, kind of putting out some lower cost color variants to give you an opportunity to buy these. And these are different hull colors. And they've got a black, a green, a blue, a red, and a yellow. And I'm really happy about this. I picked up the black sails uh, and have been using it almost 100% of the time since. Uh, along with the Shark Hunter hull, it's about as close to the Black Pearl as most pirates are going to be able to get for now. Uh, I've, I'll be interested to see if next patch, with if they're going to be bringing like solid colors to the, the hulls. Because right now we have sails, but we don't have anything as far as actual hulls. So if they can do a black, a green, a blue, a red, and a yellow hull that have no decoration but are just solid colors, I think a lot of people will be happy about that too. Some people don't necessarily want all the decorations or the, the styles. They just like those solid colors. So I'm hoping that we're getting some lower cost uh, hulls in the future. 
these sales are actually only about 7k so if you want one definitely it's a lot easier to get these compared to the normal price which is actually 10 times that it's 70k for most sales and 140k for the side for the the higher end ones so I'm glad to see this. I'm looking forward to them putting more varied tiers of colors and styles in the game at lower costs and even higher costs. Go for it. You know, people are going to have something to sink their money into later on. We also got Majestic Sovereign Clothing, and I really like these. They're very pretty. I went and picked up the uh, weapon versions of these, but it's it's a, a new look. It's a new style. Uh, you can pick these up in a couple of the outposts. Um, I'm blanking right now. I, I want to say it's in the Ancient Isles, if I remember the patch notes. I'm pretty sure they said if you want to get these new Majestic Sovereign clothing sets, it's going to be down in the Ancient Isles. So go check that out. You'll probably like them the same way I do. Um, they also have color variants for the Grand Grand Admiral, the Castaway Bilgerat, the Ruffian Sea Dog, and the Impro Imperial Sovereign clothing sets. Um, so those are now, but those, those ones are actually spread out to their respective outposts, whether it be the, um, the Shores of Plenty, the Wilds, or the Ancient Isles. So make sure to go to the, the respective outposts to get those different types. Uh, one thing that they did add that I thought was really cool for those those few, the, the one percenters that are the Pirate Legends and they're working on their Athena's rep, uh, Pirate Legend dresses. So this is really cool. I'm really happy to see this because they're being a lot more... Um, invested in both male and female or you know whatever you want to wear i don't you know i see a lot of a lot of male pirates running around with the dresses as well and that's fine for me too so they put pirate legend dresses in the game uh they look great i really like them actually they look really awesome especially on some of the bigger pirates it's funny uh they also put ghost dresses in the game as well too so anyone that has access to the pirate legend and the ghost dress you can now use that stuff uh in in go just go down into the pirate legend tavern you'll see it from the vendor down in there you're also going to see a pirate legend flag and the pirate legend flag is similar to the shark hunter and the the typical flags that I'll, I'll get into in a second this is just an athena's rep uh flag but it, i don't know how i feel about this because i was really surprised and and thanks go out to cream for going down into the island the first day and actually checking it out on stream so that people could see it um spoilers this thing is 30k for the flag so if you if you really want to go for it, if you really want to sail around in full pirate legend gear, it, it's gonna cost you nine hundred and thirty thousand coin. That's a lot. That's a, that's that's why not just make it a, a solid million at that point, right? Uh, that's a lot of. There's not a whole lot in this patch because a, a majority of the patch is actually the hungering deep stuff, and I'm gonna get into that later. Again, I want to get the spoilers out out at the end so people don't worry about it. They get the patch notes first, but that's really a majority of the patch notes. Um, so let's move on. <laughs> Alright, next up on today's docket, I'm going to cover the quick little developer update that Joe Neat put out. Uh, Joe, sorry, Joe Neat plus friend. Uh, if you didn't get a chance to go see that video, it's it's great. I love it. It 
really kind of lets me know that Joe is still having fun with this. And that's that's what I really love. I love seeing the executive producer of the game still having fun and making jokes while actually doing the game, especially with the latest content drop coming out there. So him and his buddy, the shark, were hanging out telling us about the hungering deep and what to expect with it, uh, as well as what to expect in the next month, uh, the, the pretty much June, if you're listening to this. So they're working on doing trailers and information that's going to be coming out during E3. And I'm really excited about this because they're going to be covering the curse sales and hopefully Forsaken Shores. Uh, with the curse sales, I've already seen some data mined information and I posted this on Twitter. If you're curious, feel free to let me know, but I don't want to put it out much more than just the original tweet that I did to kind of let people know that that stuff's been out there. But it looks sick. Really cool. I can't wait. Uh, with the curse sales, we're going to learn more about what's what the AI thread is going to be, as well as some of the tools that they're going to give us for that campaign. And based on the feedback that they got from Hungering Deep, they're going to maybe alter how they kind of introduce this. And there's definitely a few things on how I felt about the Hungering Deep that I'm going to talk about in the spoiler section that will kind of cover how I think they might want to address the cursed sails, which I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the cursed sails along with the ship that comes and it'll probably be, I'm assuming it's going to be a mid-sized ship because I can't see them going with a man of war and having more than four people on a ship. Because if Meg is going to be out in the uh, rest of the world and you still need five people to summon her, then having a man of war that carries more than four people is going to completely negate the whole point of working together with another crew uh, for a lot of people. Because you just need one ship at that point, which is fine. But I feel like they invested a lot of work into the speaking trumpet and the uh, the whole quest line to get the song to be able to summon Meg to basically get people to work together. So a big sh a bigger size ship would kind of defeat the point of doing that. So I'm thinking we're going to get a middle size ship, something between a sloop and a galleon. And I'm assuming it's going to have three cannons, uh, maybe two cannons, two sails, and it'll be anywhere between three, uh, or it might be between two and four. So you could either do two people or you could do f up to four people. So I don't know. It, it'll be tough to say how that works, uh, but I am still really looking forward to that as well too. But anyway, to, to get back to the point, they're going to be doing, hopefully, a community meet and greet. Uh, possibly at E3, and they're they're looking to find a place to do it. They're looking for a time to do it before they can give us more information. So hopefully I'll find out about that soon because I want to go since it's going to be in my backyard, and I want to make sure that I get a chance to ask all these questions. And speaking of questions, if you have questions, I want to know what those questions are because if I actually get to go down there and talk to Joe Neat if he's there or Mike Chapman or Craig Duncan or someone else from the team, I want to make sure that I have more ammo than just what I can think of to talk to them about because I, I have so much in my own mind that I'm thinking of would be awesome that I want to make sure that if you think of something that's even better that you get your question answered so that I can actually say it here because this is a good tool for me to let people know what's going on if I get a chance to talk with them outside of their own kind of podcasts or videos, things like that. So feel free to send in your information. I'm going to leave all my uh, contact information in the show notes, but I'm also going to say it at the end of the show as well, too, as usual. All right, so I guess at this point, I'm going to be talking about the things that were put in the game, and 
I'm just going to say it right now. If if you want to, if you've heard some of the things that I've said and you're not quite sure what those are and you don't want to be spoiled about them, you want to get them firsthand experience in the game, I'm just going to say right now, this is, this is all going to be content that is currently live but still considered spoilers. And I know a lot of people are sensitive about that and I want to try and respect that as much as possible. So... From now on, I will be talking about stuff that I have already experienced in the live campaign as far as how to do it, what the best recommendations are for it, as well as my opinions on Hungering Deep. And then afterwards, I'm going to be talking about some reviews and then give you my contact information at the end of the show. So from here on out, all of my ideas, my feelings, uh, my the information about the game, all consider spoilers. I hope that's a big enough preface i hope by now you've pulled out your phone you're like oh god i gotta hit the pause button and wait for later uh come back come back and listen if you decide to to put pause but from now on this is the time where i'm going to be talking about stuff so let me get into it first off with the things that we got we got the speaking trumpet and the drum the drum i absolutely love it is the most hilarious thing to to do in game when you're just playing solo because you get the whistle and it's really funny when you're drunk and you're whistling because it is really off tune and i'm looking forward to the youtube videos uh hopefully with a version because we got a video that actually has the that actually gives us merrick's uh song the summoning song for the megalodon uh it, it gives us the drums in there and i hope maybe we get a updated versions of the other songs on youtube that have the drum in it because it really does kind of build out that if i didn't already notice it before if it's in there good never mind uh but i would like to see those the the speaking trumpet is awesome i love it it's it's a great tool um <laughs> one of my favorite moments uh in the last last week was getting uh getting ready to leave and a, a crew on the other side of the island was trying to powder keg us and it was just really bad like they had been trying to kind of mess with us and another crew for a while but they, they we just kind of like we took one powder keg we killed them and then we repaired and everything was fine and we were leaving and as we were leaving one of the pirates on the shore from the other team pulled out his speaking trumpet and put uh <laughs> put the 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 titanic song on and <laughs> it just cracked me up so much i just got such a kick out of that it was so funny but i've had such a good time talking with people and getting their intentions and talking to them from afar and be like, hey, are you guys going for Meg? Hey, can you? I mean, we chased down three ships at a fort trying to get one of them to actually work with us to 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 summon Megalodon. And that was hilarious because we we're like, hey, will you guys? No, okay, that's fine. Bye. And then we went to the other crew and we we're like, hey, would you guys be willing to? Oh, 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 you would help us. Oh, cool. Awesome. You want to do the fort first? That's fine. We'll help you with the fort. Oh, the galleon's picking on you that's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll go kill the galleon. And we went and killed the galleon and then we helped them get the, the, uh, the skull fort and then we split it and then we went and did Meg and it was great because if not for the speaking trumpet, it would have been super awkward to try and communicate with these people. So, uh, not people, I mean pirates. Anytime I say people, just assume I say pirates. So I love the speaking trumpet. Here's an idea for you, Rare, and I really hope you hear this because uh, it's, it's great. When you're using the speaking trumpet, you speak out in a large distance. For a secondary action, can I flip that bad boy around and listen from far distances? I think it would be great. It's, it's, a, it's a speaking trumpet. I can speak out with it. Can I flip it around and be a listening trumpet and just kind of stick it in my ear and be like, oh, I wonder what they're saying. 
what are they saying? And I can hear people from far away. And if you're using in-game voice chat, I get to hear it from far away without them knowing it. So just a, a, that's an idea. Feel free to have it. Secondary action for the speaking trumpet, making, making it a listening trumpet. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. I like it. We also got scars and tattoos. And the scars and tattoos are interesting there's only one scar in the game and that is a quest reward from merrick that is the shark bite and that's something i've talked about in the video uh speaking of the 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 video or the the podcast that i did a couple weeks ago i said we were getting earrings double pegs and something else i can't remember i was like half half on that so i'm not i'm I'm happy about that but i was kind of hoping we'd get earrings as well too but we we did get scars and the scars are nice but the scars in the game are only the shark bite scars so i'm hoping that we'll get some other scars in the future maybe facial scars things like that the tattoos uh i i kind of have a skeleton bone to pick with this um you can't layer the 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 tattoos you can't layer the tattoos and there are so many tattoos that are cool but they're separate they're independent and some of them are 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 duplicates in different places uh but some of them i just i can't layer these things there's like 15 of these different tattoo sets not including the four sets that you can purchase and i i want to be able to layer some of these because i've got the keel hauled uh fighters tattoo across my back and it makes me feel awesome and i've had a lot of other people come up to me in ships with the keel hauled tattoo on their back and it's awesome because we're building our own fleet of keel hauled pirates and <laughs> It just makes me happy to see this, but I would love to be able to customize these guys a little bit more, be able to select multiple ones to kind of just fully tattoo the heck out of my entire body, just full ink all the way. Let me do it. Um, other than that, it's it's good to have in there. It's a nice change, and I'm glad that we're getting some customizations, but I'm, I'm hoping that we get a little more uh, agency with where we want these, uh, maybe be able to choose body parts with it. So that's really cool. The next thing I'm going to go into is the flag system. So uh, with this content, we got a flag system, and the flag system is kind of cool because you get um, a white flag, a yellow flag, a red flag, a blue flag, a legendary flag, a black flag, a shark flag, a checkered flag, and a jolly Roger flag. Holy cow. Did I get that all right? I think I got that all right. So Jolly Roger, fairly evident. I'm out to hunt. Checkered flag. I I guess I want to, I guess I want to race. I, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, shark flag has been helping out with the, the Megalodon. The black flag is just kind of, I haven't really found a reason for it. A lot of people are suggesting that you should fly that when you're looking to do a fort. Uh, the legendary one, I would imagine, would be good if you're trying to work on legendary voyages. The blue one, I'm I'm sticking with Merchant Alliance on this because I feel like that's kind of their color. Uh, red one, obviously, Order of Souls. And then yellow one, obviously, Gold Hoarder. So kind of similar to the way the colors in the reputation menu are set up. White has been peaceful and nothing is, uh, I don't know why people aren't doing nothing maybe they just aren't they aren't just using it or anything like that so that's fine but I know there's been some forum talk about what they want to do with the flags and kind of assigning different types of knowledge or not really knowledge, but meanings. Meanings is what I'm looking for. Assigning different meanings to the flags. And this is this is probably the most evident that I can that I can actually come up with. So um, that's going to cover everything I wanted to talk about as far as things that we got with a patch that didn't pertain to cosmetics. Let's get into the hungering deep itself. All right, so the main 
bulk of what I wanted to talk about with the hungering deep. Uh, this is this is going to be kind of broken up, so I don't. Re- I apologize for it kind of being scatterbrained because I was trying to think about all the different things that I've done and how I felt about them, what I would like to see change, things like that. And I tried to write that all down, and I couldn't really piece it all together. So I'm just going to work off of what I have and kind of help you. So um, if you are looking to do this, uh, the easiest way to do so is first off, go talk to one of the bilge rats in the outpost. Then you're going to want to go down to Sharkbait Cove and talk to Merrick. Merrick is going to give you a quest and a hint to go onto Shark Co- or Sharkbait Cove in the middle of the island where there's the statue. Read his journal there. It's then going to send you out to the Golden Sands outpost to talk to Tina. Tina is then going to tell you about how he got lost and shipwrecked over on L-14, the killer whale. And you're going to sail over to killer whale and you're going to climb up the crow's nest from the mast that's sticking up out of the water over at L-14. Read the journal there. It's then going to send you out to Dagger's Tooth outpost. And over at Dagger's Tooth outpost, you're going to talk to Terry who will then tell you that you need to sail over to S15-16, where you're looking for another uncharted island. And this is a very small one because most of it is coral reef and most of it is uh, uh, submerged. So you're going to want to go to the north island that is out of the water that has three palm trees. From there, you're going to follow go down into the water south. You're going to look for an ancient doorway or ruins that look like an archway they're they say golden they're not as golden as as i think people are expecting they're looking at kind of archways built out of rock that look golden that's not it you're looking for an ancient ruin archway and there's going to be a cave right behind it sail or uh, swim through that cave go up into the underwater cavern and you're going to see a pedestal that is from the ancient ruins that has merrick's journal where it was kind of his hideout and then it's going to send you back to Merrick. So you're going to have to sail all the way back to Sharkbait Cove. Uh, he's he's going to at first give you the speaking trumpet, which is the the big jaws, um, the big or the big jaws speaking trumpet and the drum of the deep, which are two limited skins. So as as of today, uh, today is Sunday, the third uh, Monday, the fourth is probably when you're going to be listening to this. That Tuesday is going to be the last week that you are starting of the last week that you're going to be able to get these items. They're going to be available until June 12th. So make sure you get out there and you try and get this going. Make sure you get those skins before they're gone. Because I'm imagining after the skins are gone, you're probably going to have regular style speaking trumpets and drums that will probably range anywhere between 4K for the drum and 2 to 4K for the speaking trumpet. So nothing's 100%. That's just kind of the based on what we already have and the prices for them. So we'll probably get the the normal class or the normal sets of clothing and designs and stuff that we have for all the other instruments and weapons and things like that in the game as far as uh, like for the drum and for the speaking trumpet. So once you get back to Merrick, he's going to he's going to give you or you're going to get the drum. And that's when you're actually going to have to work out when you have five people to do this because you need five people to be playing the same song to summon the Megalodon. The Megalodon's going to be out at T26. That is the the hints from the actual books themselves. So you sail out to T26. One person has to be able to hold this song the whole time. And there's a trick to it because this is the thing that seems to be hanging people up. You have to play sync up with the song with Merrick on the beach. Swim out to your ship. Have someone that's on the ship pick up the song. And then that way you can climb up the the ship and then 
you can kind of keep the song with that. And then you sail out. And then as soon as five people in T26 are playing the song, uh, you will then summon the Megalodon. And this Megalodon is absolutely amazing. This is probably one of my favorite encounters in the game right now. I, I've been attacked by the Kraken plenty of times. It's pretty kind of normal now. It's not, it's not as big a deal. It was good the first time, but after that, you kind of understood what was going on, and it didn't really feel that dangerous. The Megalodon is dangerous. I am not kidding about this. I've sailed into areas where people had four sloop fleets, and there was only one sloop left, and they had been bilging for 30 minutes until we showed up in our galleon. And then their ship sank, and we brought them aboard, and then we finished off the Megalodon afterwards. Uh, I've, I've gone to most galleons. I will tell you right now, if you're looking to do this over the next week while it's still active as a campaign, plan on this. Plan on having at least 80 planks. Plan on at least 100 cannonballs. Plan on having at least 50 bananas. Because this thing is going to chomp as it comes towards you and when it takes a bite out of you it takes it it does four hole damage uh, for or excuse me it punches four holes in the in the hull mid deck and bottom deck if possible so while this thing is swimming around you in a circle you want to keep an eye on it and you want to try and lay in cannonballs to it as much as possible meanwhile you'll want to have someone down in the bottom of the hull actually repairing as soon as you get bit because as soon as you get bit you're going to get at least three holes or three holes in the in the bottom if not four and you're going to need someone to start repairing right away because because during this encounter there's going to be holes in the mid deck and you're not going to have time or want to waste the planks on actually getting those holes repaired so focus on the bottom just make sure the water doesn't get below the bottom deck and you'll be fine that way you'll have enough time to actually continue shooting at the megalodon he's going to or he or she is going to charge at you at some point typically i've noticed that it's it's after three shots per person uh as it's kind of going around so i'm not sure the 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 full stint of that but uh expect it to charge when it charges it's going to chomp on you and it's going to push your ship uh you're going to want to have the sails up and you're going to want to have the anchor up this is just to help make sure that if you need to maneuver into t26 again then you can do that because if you don't it will go into kind of like a, a waiting uh, waiting point and you'll have to sail back into that so this will continue for quite a while i know each time i've done it i've burned through at least 100 cannonballs on each ship that we've done so it's been a pretty hefty fight so once it's done it's it's quick you just gotta sail back to Merrick, and then he'll give you the megalodon figurehead which looks just like the shark uh, figurehead but it's a lot larger and it has glowing green eyes and it's a lot more beat up so that's really awesome I, I love that um, some of the things that I have that are kind of criticisms of how this was implemented because as, as far as I know this this was really well done encounter. Uh, some of the things that I would possibly change is the quest line that we did was very geared towards having a start in one place, go up and around the actual encounter area so that you avoid it as much as possible, and then have you come straight back to Shark Bo Shark Bait Cove. So 
I understand that they wanted to do two things. They wanted to keep people away from the the encounter so they weren't getting to it sooner. And they also wanted to utilize some of the uncharted aisles that are already out in the game so that they're not purposefully disrupting other people who may be doing voyages on regular islands. So that being said, I... I liked the breadcrumb trail that they left, and I liked that it was uh, unique enough that it gave us the ability to uh, check out some of these areas that we that we hadn't normally gone to prior, uh, especially for people that didn't normally just go to Uncharted Isles to explore them for little secrets. That was really cool. Um, I found that a lot of people wanting to do this were on a time constraint and they wanted to kind of expedite the process. So a lot of the people that I sailed with knew that other people had already done it and didn't want to try and read any of the, the, the journal stuff. And I tried to force people to say, Hey, you know, take a moment, read this stuff. It's interesting. Maybe you can work out the riddle. Most people just wanted to get straight to the actual fight. So it's, it's tough when you're trying to force people to read something and pay attention and actually work it out when it's when it's their first time through most people just want to get straight to the fight so i i didn't like that that was the delivery method i'm hoping that there's a little more intricate or a little more intricate thing than just going from point to point to point and reading stuff i hope that we actually have to do something interesting at each point instead of just getting journal log entries so Add a little more interactive or interactive uh, elements into the quest as you're going. Make make us fight something. Make us pick something up and carrying it to a different place or delivering it to someone. You know, try and try and diversify some of the actual quests leading up to the actual content because otherwise it's going to be people just trying to expedite the process to get through the. I mean, one time I actually did it. I just had the guy, and this was this was actually super pack. We were being chased by a really bad galleon crew. I just had him jump off at each point i kept sailing to the next point so he he didn't even end up reading half of the stuff anyway because he knew as soon as he hopped on the mermaid he was going to be back on the boat we were going to be halfway to the next point and all you would have to do is jump out and go do the next thing and it maybe took us 15 minutes or so to actually do it uh and and at that point we went and actually got a, a, another person we went and we killed meg and that was great it didn't take as long but he didn't get the same experience that he would have if for one, we weren't being chased. And for two, he had actually taken the time to work out the riddles himself. So those are some of my criticisms. I hope that future content brings us quests that are more involved or more intricate and require more on our part than just going to read things. So hopefully that's positive feedback, even though I still really love the event. I, that was really the only downside was the, the time it took to sail people around to the different points to get the commendations so that they could actually get the, uh, the, the drum and the speaking trumpet and the, the tattoos and stuff. Have you seen any bananas? Oh, that was a lot. Okay. I really hope I covered everything about the hungering deep. I, I feel like I covered everything. There was a lot to kind of digest and I experienced it a lot of times throughout the week. So I'm kind of hoping that I didn't miss anything. I really hope not. If not, I'll, I'll, I'll bring it up in the next show because I'm, I don't even know what's coming this week. You know, we've got something on Tuesday. We might have another patch. And to be perfectly honest, I have no clue because as far as we know, we're only going to be getting the skeleton thrones uh, as soon as the weekly content ups. But that's not even going to start until the 12th at, or at the earliest. So at this point, I'm, I'm kind of blank. I, I, I don't know what's coming, guys. I, I, I wish I could tell you, but we'll have to see. 
it's only a couple days away and we'll find out whatever the patch brings us hopefully we'll get something cool hopefully we'll get the regular drum and speaking trumpet cosmetics for the game once the campaign ends but that's enough of that i think that's going to do it as far as news now i'm before you go i i want to make sure that i call out some of the folks that have gone and done an Apple podcast and those that haven't because the people that haven't have still reached out to me and have been very kind and very awesome uh, to let me know that, you know, they don't use Apple devices, so they can't put a review, but they wanted to let me know that they still really appreciate the show. And I want to thank you very much for doing that because it actually means a lot to me. It's it's really cool to, to be able to talk with you, to learn from you and find out like what you actually love about the game. That being said, I'm going to do one, two, three, four, five reviews, five five star reviews on Apple iTunes on the US pod or the US side. I didn't see anything from any of the other countries, so no problems there. I totally understand. But let's start off with one of my friends, Count Wintermute, who is one of the guys from uh, Rapture Replay that I've talked about in the past. He says, uh, another great podcast. I look forward to each episode. You deliver great content and your enthusiasm for the game is contagious. I appreciate all you do for the community. Keep sailing, brother. Jason, aka Count Wintermute. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate it, buddy. I'll see you around, I'm sure, for sure, sometime soon. Uh, Let's see. Cosmic Q, best of the sea. Five stars. He gives nobody drops more Sea of Thieves knowledge for us than Captain Logan. Always up to date and on point. Hope to catch you out on the sea. Keep it going. We've also got SD Carlin 30, uh, best source for Sea of Thieves news. Fantastic podcast and a must-add for any Sea of Thieves fan. A very clean and organized production. It's a great source of summaries of weekly news and community happenings. I listen with my nine-year-old son while driving to and from soccer practice. It has become a highlight of our week. SD Carlin, thank you so much. This is probably one of my favorite reviews. I've never, I've never thought this would be happening, but thank you. I'm so glad that your son and you get to share this on your way to, to and from soccer practice. It's really cool. I love it. Uh, let's see, Curtis898, wow, where to begin? I guess first I would say that Captain Logan clearly puts in the effort to deliver a well-edited podcast by himself every week. If you want to stay up to date on the newest Sea of Thieves, this is the place to be. He delivers so much valuable information in the span of about 30 minutes and has a wonderful Discord uh, where you can chat with all of the other fans of the show. Captain Easy, here, Captain Logan is easy to get in contact with on his Discord or on Twitter. He has created a wonderful, engaging experience that enhances the world of Sea of Thieves by bringing it to you on demand, at work, or in the car. Holy cow, Curtis. Dude, thank you. That was... That was amazing. I couldn't have, that was beautiful. I feel like I should get that printed and, and framed. Uh, last but not least, Jeff86, I think I know who you are. I always look forward to having a listen to this show. It's great to hear a fellow Sea of Thieves fan take on the latest news and info about the game. Great sound quality and production value make it an absolute pleasure to listen to. Pirates, thank you very much. I love you very much. I can't wait to sail with you. This has been amazing for me and i can't wait to see what happens this is the beginning this is just the beginning hungering deep was just that starting bell we're going to be going headlong into weekly updates we've got skeleton thrones we've got cursed cannonballs we've got cursed sales we've got more weekly updates after that more challenges more content we've got forsaken shores and there's still three more events going on by the end of the year holy cow if that wasn't enough 
I forgot to mention, and I'm not going to forget now, there is a good Windows Central interview with uh, some of the developers saying that they're not only taking on a new team, but they're looking forward to adding more content in the future. So I'm glad to see that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Ugh, that's going to do it for me. I hope you guys have a good day. If you want to get a hold of me, there are plenty of ways to do it. As some of the people have actually mentioned, I'm on Twitter at C-A-P-T-L-O-G-U-N at, g- at gmail.com is the actual, that's the email address. That's not the Twitter. Twitter is just at C-A-P-T underscore L-O-G-U-N. If you want to get a hold of me, I've got Discord links in the show notes every episode. Jump into Discord. It's a great place to chat. I, I love talking, talking with people about the game. So... If you want to, uh, let's see, I think that's it. Oh, Gamertag, C-A-P-T-A-I-N-L-O-G-U-N. A A lot of people have added me. Message me. Let me know who you are and and how you know me. So that way, when when you throw me an invite, I actually have some some context as to why you're throwing the invite. Because I've been getting invites from folks, and I appreciate it, but uh, I don't usually get a chance to actually say hi or why, what's going on with that. So before you invite, send me a message. Say hi, at least. Thanks. Uh, that's going to do it. We've got another week of Sea of Thieves for the live campaign. Make sure you get out there and kill Meg before the stuff disappears. And I look forward to sailing with you on the Sea of Thieves.